Hey there, and welcome to the Leap Podcast. Striving to meet the greatest challenges facing humanity, Leap is a global tech event and a platform for unearthing the minds of some of the most influential people on the planet. Join our conversations as we explore the pivotal role technology has in reshaping our world. Welcome to another edition of the Leap In Podcast Series. Today's focus is on the intersection of technology and customer service, and more specifically, revolutionizing telecom customer service with immersive AI. We're delighted to be joined by Jimmy Dowdu, founder and CEO of Vault Hill. Jimmy, a revolutionary in AI and a visionary and blockchain technology, is the driving force behind Vault Hill, the world's first AI-driven human-centric metaverse. With a rich computer science background and significant blockchain and NFTs experience, Jimmy's been pivotal in redefining digital consumer experiences. His latest innovation, Hilda, an AI product line, is set to transform customer service in the telecom industry. Well, Jimmy, you're very welcome. What inspired the creation of Hilda and how does it address specifically the needs of the telecom industry? Hey, Richard, thanks for having me here. Interestedly, they say necessity is the mother of all innovation, if I got that correct. However, we started Voltil looking at more of a metaverse experience um, based studio. However, through the course of the, the, the first 24 months, we saw a decline in metaverse um, consumption due to the technology. And for us at Voltil as a startup, we had to be resilient. We had AI products, uh, AI avatars, one of our product lines. And we thought, hey, how do we learn from some of the challenges we faced you know, since 24 months of existence? And uh, we started strategizing on you know, a B2B model where we still have the experience of the metaverse, but now we start drilling down into immersive technology and using AI to solve problems for customers. So the, the way I explain this, the telecom industry could be a little bit um, difficult to, to explain. I'll, I'll use the fashion industry to explain this. So R- Richard, do you have a, do you wear Nike shoes? I don't at the moment, but I have in the past. Right. Okay. So I love Nike shoes. And if you look at, <laughs> you know, it's actually a formal wear for me with my Kandura when I go for events, right? right I, I can, love I to can customize see it now. my Nike shoes. Yes. <laughs> and I love to customize my Nike shoes. And, you know, the, the experience of that is going on the website and clicking on one or two um, colors and all of that, right? The metaverse now brings it in such a way whereby I have paint brushes and I can splash paint colors like Picasso. Goodness. Making me feel artistic. Wow. Now I could then take those orders and you know that that order, that custom order, and get it fulfilled by Nike. And within two to three weeks, it arrives on my doorpost. Now the advantage of Hilda is after two to three weeks, if my shoes don't arrive, what do I do? I start panicking. I call customer service, right? It could take anywhere between 10 to 15 minutes for a customer service agent to pick up the phone, ask me X number of questions to validate my order. And, you know, that, that conversation could be anywhere between 10 to 15 minutes. Absolutely. What Hilda does is, you know, speak to me as an avatar and take my order number, come back to me with details within seconds. So it could be, hey, your your trainers are in China. They're coming in two days. Please um, have 20 dirhams for custom charge um, to be paid. And then, you know, I'm, I'm satisfied. So rather than waiting 10 to 15 minutes, I've literally spent about two, three minutes, you know, with um, an immersive presence of Hilda to get exactly what I, I, I need. So what we've done there are three 
basic things. One, we've reduced operational costs for Nike. We've created a new customer experience for Nike. And then we've also created a new channel of sales because before the end of that conversation with Hilda, Hilda could go, oh, Jimmy, by the way, the shoes you ordered in X number of Z colors, we also have these set of colors you might be interested in. Here are the links. And knowing who I am, I could click on those links and, you know, might buy another pair of shoes. <laughs> yeah. So again, that, that is a new channel of sales. Can you maybe give us a specific example of how Hilda has served a particular customer service challenge? Absolutely. So we're currently working with a telco industry in Africa called MTN, and we're working on a proof of concept for roaming. So, for example, if you have uh, an MTN SIM card from Nigeria and you travel to the UK and you're not able to surf the Internet or roam, um, with um, your your data pass, how do you solve that? So again, Hilda has that capability like a real life agent where you're able to speak to her. Again, you, the, the organization could customize Hilda to be something else. So M10 is customizing Hilda to be AgileCare, which is localized. Um, and AgileCare could help you solve those problems without calling a customer service agent. So that is one use case, which is roaming. We're currently working on with um, MTN. Now, you, particularly at Vault Hill, have experience, expertise in innovative technology. Just talk a bit about how that's enhanced Hilda's capabilities when it comes to customer service, Jimmy. Absolutely. So if you look at customer service as the backbone of the touch points between organizations and customers or consumers, right? Every customer, every company has a customer service representative or agent to field in queries, especially if there's a product and services to be innovated or delivered, right? For us at Voltil, our innovative technology comes with that touch point between how do we solve those challenges through technology? And we looked at AI, you know, everyone's raving about ChatGBT, but in reality, a lot of companies are still very one, a lot of companies don't even know about ChatGPT and a lot of companies are like, hey, how do I put my data here? And is it going to be safe? Is it going to be reviewed um, publicly? And that is where data residency comes in. And with us at Voltil, we're looking at how we package data residency per region. You know, you have GDPR in, in, the, in, in the European Union, for example. How do you make sure that, you know, GDPR laws are adhered to when using AI and providing customer information to folks outside of the EU, for example. The second innovative um, technology within AI we're applying are things like, um, you know, false positives. How do we make sure that the, the large language model is able to detect when, you know, a fraudulent case is, you know, being disguised as a non-fraudulent case, for example. So these are, these are the capabilities within Hilda and for customer service we're introducing. In what ways do you see artificial intelligence evolving in the context of customer service in the next, say, half a decade? Again, if you're based in the UK, um, and I, I know a lot of folks have just submitted self-assessment, right, um, last month. Now, if you had the, a problem with your self-assessment, I need to, need to get a hold of, of HMRC. That, that is a 20 to 30 minutes wait time before you get to an agent. You know, so I see, you know, within the next five Longer, five longer. Shorter than that. <laughs> Well, hey, hey, technology is advancing. I think HMRC is going to catch up quite quickly. Those 20, 30 minutes wait time becomes seconds or minutes. You know, I think, you know, the, the evolution of AI in the customer service will, will start being natural in the sense of um, where people have resistance to use chatbots. It's going to be seen as, hey, 
I'm actually going to use a chatbot because it's as smart as a human agent. And if you look at the aspect of translation, for example, you know, if I'm Spanish speaking and not English speaking and I needed to speak to um, HMRC or any product or, you know, brand, I could speak in Spanish, for example, and I could get a reply. Um, I could speak in Spanish that gets translated to a real life agent in English speaks back in English and it gets translated back to me in Spanish. So those experiences for me as a customer and within the customer service sector is going to be, you know, very, very elaborate to, to bring value to consumers out there. How does Vault Hill plan to adapt to grow as AI trends evolve themselves? I think it's important, right? When we started Vault Hill and, you know, um, I put my hands up here, you know, not a lot of people do this. We started off with four product lines and we were like, hey, we want to touch the the, the healthcare sector. We want to do this, we want to do that, you know, we want to, we want to be sector agnostic. And, you know, I had a few folks saying, Jimmy, let's just start on one niche. You know, let's start here. We'll build it out, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, 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 look at Amazon. Jeff Bezos is doing everything, you know, from A to Z. You know, we could do the same. But guess what? He's been doing that for a while and he has <laughs> yeah. billions or, you know, the currency has billions of dollars in, in the account. We just had a, a, a very few millions that, were, that, that was burning quite quickly. So, <laughs> uh, you know, to answer your question, how, how do we plan to adapt? We've, we've gotten a, a laser sharp focus with Hilda as an AI product, we're blessed that the customers we're talking to are providing us requirements. So rather than we building the products with our own knowledge and with our own um, insights, we're actually building that hand in hand with the product with customers to refine, you know, what the products, the features and the functionality. We've lasered down that to customer service and we've lasered that down to the telecommunication industry. When we get that product, I believe the team is landing that at the end of this month in terms of 100% we then start to move that to telecoms within the the MENA region and then we move to Europe and then we start focusing on the next um, industry which is banking for for us on our roadmap so that is how we're 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 tapping into being innovative and facing that challenge of future future technology can you maybe cite a significant challenge that you faced while you were integrating AI into customer service and how you overcame that? I'll talk about three. One is education. Again, because it's an innovative technology, it's not something organizations or consumers use day to day, right? There's that educational curve where we, we need to educate and sensitize organizations and consumers of the do's and don'ts, right? You know, this is what AI means, this is how big it can get, this is the opportunity, this is what it means for your industry, for your workplace, and all of that. The, the second is the technical ramifications, right? You have organizations that have, you know, 20-year-old tech stack, you know, and their, their, their systems are, like, very convoluted, and it's hard to integrate, you know, these type of innovative technology within their ecosystem. So we try to create crafty ways to create like a a containerized version of Hilda where we can drop that within the the technical landscape of the organization. And, and the last is data. Um, oh my days, like, you know, data, data outside of AI is even a challenge in big corporates and middle-sized corporates, right? Um, now trying to get the data needed for the large language model to interpret and solve and reply questions is a challenge. So data cleanliness, data preparation, data residency, those are some of the challenges we've we've faced um, while deploying Hilda across um, these organizations. And what lessons from the challenges that you've just outlined can be applied to future 
integration of technology when it comes to customer service? I think the first thing is the education. What we've done well is we've been able to provide a pack for consumers and organizations where we walk them through, you know, it's a six, seven page deck on you know, what AI is, what it means for the telco industry, what it means for a customer, what it means for internal folks, how, how data decisions can be made off the back of the information from chats received from customers, how they can fine tune their services and all of that. Another lesson from some of the challenges we could say is understanding the technology stack quite earlier on, you know, either through a review of the architecture once some commercials have been signed and starting to proactively work out, you know, what that looks like. And for us at Voltil, we've started making sure that we containerize applications because one of the challenges we faced was hosting. You know, you have some companies that want to host um, the application by themselves. You have some companies that are fine with us hosting. So how do we solve that challenge was one of the challenges we, we faced and, you know, we pretty much solved that right now. What impact do you foresee Hilda having on customer satisfaction and business efficiency in the telecom sector specifically? With customer satisfaction, that's going to grow up quite quickly. You know, CSAT scores for these brands like Etisalat, MTN, do, I think, you know, the customer satisfaction scores, which is a metrics that they use quite often, you know, will increase, uh, especially when you know, resolution times are significantly brought down between, you know, 30, 40% of the current wait time. In terms of business efficiency, it, it gives the, the C-level or senior leaders within these organizations the ability to interpret data. That informs the, the need for transformation within the organization and where budgets should be held. So, for example, if you start getting, you know, queries around airtime or credits, for example, in a month, you review how many support queries you've gotten. And if the, the, the highest is um, credits or airtime, you then need to now laser focus on why you're getting so many queries from customers around that. Could it be a UX problem, a user experience problem, a user interface problem? What is it? You can now speak to that product team and try and resolve or create some enhancements that reduce those queries. So it's a form of insights for business efficiency. And are there any other examples that you can give or you'd like to give about how Hilda personalizes customer interaction so that that customer has an enhanced experience? Part of the initial instance with Hilda, when you come into to interaction with Hilda, you know, Hilda collects, collects basic information um, which the client wants, so things like name, phone number, or email, um, which albeit is safe to provide within the, the use of the, the platform. And once you provide that, Hilda is able to say, hi, Richard, hi, Jimmy, what can I do for you today? And once Hilda has access to your account, Hilda can tell you things like, oh, in the last month you spent, you know, um, 30 pounds or 40 dirhams on data. You know, um, you can start being efficient by looking at these number of trends. So Hilda is able to customize um, user experience based on some of the data uh, she receives in the system. Let's talk about Leap now and Leap 2024. How do you feel that it serves or it will serve as a platform for innovations like Hilda in the realm of AI, in the realm of customer service? I think Leap, again, for us, Hilda is transferable. While we're starting with customer service and we're starting with uh, telecommunication industry, Hilda can you know, automatically move to customer service and event. Now, I was at Leap last year um, in Saudi Arabia uh, at the 2020 three edition it was great there were a lot of people right so i feel this year for example or next year leap could 
integrate Hilda into the services where you know you download the app or you add a button on the on the current app you know which is a widget and you know again customize um hilda to be khadija for example and you can speak to khadija about hey i want to get to i'm currently at the investor lounge i want to get to the finance stage how do i do that and um khadija is able to bring out you know routes uh or tell you pin um hot spots you need to pass through to get to that stage so i think those are the innovative ways that um we could we could customize hilda for for leap in what ways do you believe events like leap can influence the future of telecom customer service definitely education all of those technologies have their disadvantages and advantages and opportunities that come with them so i think it's you know ensuring that folks that attend leap can key into some of the stages where, um, or events where AI focused trends will be shared. Um, I'm speaking on the FinTech stage on um, a couple of things around AI and economy and also customer service. So it's keying yourself to understand the ramifications of what this means for your day-to-day, whether it be personal, whether it be at work, whether it be career and all of that good things. Jimmy Dowdy, thank you so much for taking the time and for sharing your insights with us today. It's been a great discussion and we can't wait to see you. Join us again for another edition of the Leaping Podcast Series.